0: So the next book I'm going to talk about is called Taking Up Space, um, The Black Girls Manifesto for Change. So this is basically about two British girls who also happen to be black who got into Cambridge and then had to deal with the racist environment. Um, that is very firmly in place. So it's really good because it even starts... Oh, sorry, I I think it's really good. Um, It starts even before uh, going to Cambridge. So the first chapter is called Barriers to Getting In because Chelsea is from a working-class family and Ori is from a middle-class family. So even their trajectory to getting into Cambridge... Uh, was very, very different because Ore had was uh, like streamlined in school uh, because she was exceptional and she had support when it came to uh, in- the interview process and preparing herself in how to get in, whereas Chelsea just kind of winged it and um, had a bit more of a struggle because of her working class background. There was less of a support system in place. Um so even before getting there, you know, people think you get your A-level results in the UK and you've got your university place and they kind of don't think about what comes after. Um, and this book does. And um, Chelsea studied history and uh, Ori studied like human, social, political science. Um, and both the the curriculums for those, like what they were studying, was incredibly narrow, was incredibly white, Um, all their professors were white because there are a lot of barriers that prevent uh, people of colour getting into academia. It talks about all their experiences but also backs it up with data, so for example uh, dropout rates, um, success rates, uh, in terms of you can get like a first, a two-one, a two-two, the level of the degree that you can get. Um, And currently in the UK only 8% of you University students are black, which is tiny. So, yes, I really, really loved it. It talks about mental health. I was really impressed at the fact that these girls both got degrees whilst they were writing this book, being head of like the African Caribbean Society. They were just doing so much on top of their degree. And again, still having a good time, like still finding joy. They talk about the politics of dating as well, um, being attractive uh, to white people, and also how the politics of dating when you're a black man and a black woman, and how different that is. Something that we touched upon in um, Eloquent no, Rage, I I was gonna say. yeah. Which is really so. It was really good to have like a UK perspective. So yeah, just a really, really great. Read that's eye opening.
1: Next book I picked. I don't know if you guys are familiar with Mona Cholet. She's quite okay. So um, she is a French journalist. She works for Le Monde Diplomatie. Um, She is also an author. She's been reading, uh, writing, um, I, I don't know how many books, but a lot that I really liked. Uh, One was called Beauté Fatale, talking about the beauty shackles and all the pitfalls of uh, extra femininity and how society dictates um, what beauty is, all the beauty myth. Anyway, um, I read this book, really liked it, and then bought this other book called Chez Soi, Meaning at home, uh, talking about appropriation of domestic space. Uh, maybe some of you guys have read it. I thought it was easy to read. I had to like read it the all all the book through because
0: like in one sitting. Yeah, one sitting okay. in and a wh- plane. Oh, oh. <laughs> good good uh, opportunity. Um, when you say it's about the domestication of.
1: Could you...? The domestic... Yeah. It was what probably not... What does that a mean, exactly? So it, it's talking about a domestic, domestic place, like at home, and it's quite... I could say it's kind of like a modern version of Virginia Woolf and a place of one's own.
0: A room of one's own.
1: But it kind of talks up the same topic, of, like, um, inhabiting your place. So it talks about the many political aspects of your home, um, the fact of building a home, the necessity to have a home, to um, uh, be with your own self yeah, and totally find, find ab- happiness also, and also the need of individual uh, intimate space in order to have a collective sanity, kind of. Mm-hmm. Um, so it, it's kind of like funny because she she shed a light on different type of example. For example, at some point, she said something I, I, that really spoke to me. There's so many p- times when you just want to be on by yourself and like sit in the couch and don't do anything, but you just always have to justify and tell people, no, I can't really get out tonight with you guys because I have like, so many work, so I'm so tired. When you're actually not tired and you don't have anything to do, just watch your like favorite pose TV show, you know? And you just have to justify all the time because staying at your own place and be with your own self is not something okay. You just have, like, why would you not want to be with all your friends? So it's all about re- reappropriating yourself, your domestic space, enjoy it, embrace it, and also inhabit your space, not only decorate it, but just living, living yeah. it.
0: That sounds really interesting. Does she draw a lot on her... Her, it's it's her own experience. Yeah.
1: So it's basically uh, her experience, and because she says she's really someone that loves being home, and she's always felt guilty about it, so she tries to break this down. But taking like she starts with her own experience to go further and enlarge the discussion. She really like she was like I'm I'm actually gonna like try to write a book about that, like do some research, and try to like figure out. So she also talks about the homeless situation and not like putting just numbers on how many people are homeless but also like about, she's done a lot of research, she talks about few documentaries that I watched after about not the people that are homeless but that are not well, like mal logis. So it's like you have a home but it's not uh, safe and sane. So, it's like another type of uh, profile we don't talk about. We talk about the people that have a home and the people who don't. There's so many people that have one, but it's not something we can call home, really.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And I think, as well, I think the home, as well, certainly from a, um, a, a feminist perspective, can be quite a loaded place as well because it's you know, women um, in the past have kind of been forced to stay at home and do a lot of the work at home, like keep the household going, and, you know, so I imagine it's quite interesting in terms of...
1: Exactly, that's why at some point I thought, well, it's quite a version, like a new version of Virginia Woolf, uh, just because she also talks about the... Yeah, as as a woman also, how to inhibit your space and, like, free yourself from what's been, like, interiorized for so long, of women being home. Um, so it's quite intense. Uh, there's a lot of things. I, I can't just tell you everything that's in the book, but I really enjoyed it. Uh, not a topic I thought I would be passionate about, uh, and actually many true things. So it's it's more about also f- uh, well, well-being. Mm-hmm. Um... So give it a try if you like this author, if you don't know her it's she writes easily, and uh I like her vocabulary it's not snobby it's it's quite she goes straight to the point
0: yeah, like accessible okay great uh I think we've got one time for i'm going to speak about one more and okay then maybe we can, um yeah, so just to finish my u k Um, summer reading Um, I picked up this one Rife, 21 Stories from Britain's Youth um, because it talks a lot about um, well it's young people so I was really interested in that obviously but it's also uh, quite based around Bristol which is where I went to university which is quite a privileged university to go to Um, I felt very out of place there as a working Uh, class individual uh, doing foreign languages Um, so I was really interested in the location as well because I I know the 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 city quite well so it was nice to read about it and have more of a context of what was going on there because it has been a very very long time since I was there because I'm old and I graduated a long time ago Um, and what I like about it is that it's basically short essays around different themes so for example um, there is a theme on being working class and how that can be a barrier to getting to university when you're the first person in your family to go so it's not just financial but it's also kind of that emotional support of people not understanding that process um, and, and, and being supportive. Um, there's also a little bit about the environment sorry I got a bit close to the microphone there there's a little bit in there about the environment as well um, about um, about uh, being fat and being uh, abused because of that um, and how that affects your mental health there's also talking about um, home and creating home, there's also um, something about the rental crisis, uh, so how people can't afford to live, but also how in the UK there's a real kind of snobbery around um, whether you're a homeowner or not. Um, you know it's seen as kind of a status thing uh, to own your own home but at the same time the system is kind of rigged so um, you shouldn't be you shouldn't absolutely be judged for uh, not being able to own your own home because there are so many reasons as to why you can't. There was also a really um, funny one funny chapter about dating as a woman of color and so yeah it's just it's really i found it really a great mix um i find that the generation like just well camille because camille's like much younger than me um so engaged and they're really kind of like we're we're needing them and they're already being brilliant and activist and aware and engaged so again it was you know it's they're not easy reads but they're they're uplifting awesome. and it kind of gives you momentum and and gives you ideas of how you can help and how you can be involved and just knowing what's wrong with the system really just understanding.
1: And there's like there's no books actually on there's not that many books on uh, student life. How is yeah. it also like bullying and all the things? I, yeah, there's like kids stuff, yeah. but then like. In between, yeah, it's like, in between. Oh, nothing.
0: Yeah. yeah, I think mental health as well uh, in taking up space and um, this one especially, I think that's a conversation that's gaining momentum, um, certainly in the UK at the moment, like mental health um, of university students um, because it's not something that has been spoken about, but there are a lot of suicides uh, of university students and pressure, um, and that's not something really that you know, university professors are equipped to deal with or are even aware of. So there's that kind of care of students who go away from home often for the first time um, and find themselves, you know, having to keep keep up with the in crowd or certainly in the UK, there's a lot of kind of drinking culture to unpack. so, yeah, just looking at those, those pressures. And it's really great because Rife is actually an online magazine and it's all kind of, um, it's an initiative, so they take on interns, so young writers, and they take them on for six months and is they let the them write. Is it feminist website? Uh, no, it's mostly um, for young writers of colour. Yeah, so it's kind of to give them uh, an opportunity to get into the kind of writing and get a platform and understand the industry. And then they can kind of just, you know, send them off on their way. So it's a really good initiative as well. Um, So, yeah, I got a lot out of reading that. And I think it's one that you can kind of just take off the shelf and, you know, read a chapter on any given day and, you know, just refresh. So,
2: yeah, really got a lot out of reading that. Thank you so much for uh, letting us uh, watch the recording of your podcast. Um, I feel Thanks. very, I feel very privileged um, to to be able to attend this event. Um, I I wanted to talk about the the book about the my past as a foreign country. Um, I uh, I thought it was gonna be like. Um, torture porn or oppression porn, and I was, so I didn't like wish list it. Because, <laughs> uh, um, but then you you said it was really like, it, it took an, another perspective because uh, when I was like 15, 16, my first um, like foot in the door into feminism uh, was uh, books like uh, Brûlé Vive uh, and like torture porn, kind of like, oh, my family oppresses me, and like a white person saved me. But so, like, I wish listed it, um, that book you talked about now. Thank oh, you. <laughs>
0: I'm, I'm, I'm so happy. Thank, thank you for sharing that, and thank you for all your really nice, kind words. Um, yeah, I mean, obviously, like, there is serious stuff going on, and there is horrible stuff going on, and, and, and you know, it's important not to turn away from that. But, um, yeah, I think it's also important that, you know, writers of color can tell their story and that there can be joy and hope in those stories. Um, it's, that it's a true representation and that they're in control um, of their story. So, yeah.
1: Thank you so much. Anyone else?
3: Hi, uh, yeah, Thank you very much. I was thinking about when you said that there aren't that, there are that many books about um, university experience, like loads of kids and, and then teenage stuff and then adult stuff. I was thinking of a book that I read, so I read it years ago, and I think if you think about it now there might be a slight problem of representation like a lot of books, but um, it's called Commencement by J. Courtney Sullivan. And it's set in an all-women college in the US. I think it's set in Smith. And so it's the story of four women who go to uni there. Well, I say uni because I've been to England, but like go to college there. And um, what happens is that it follows them throughout their four years as students so that's the first part of the book, it's quite a big novel, and then the second half of the book is set once they've graduated, so they call it like their freshers of real life. So it's exactly in this transition period. Cool. Um, and so like the representation thing I was thinking about, actually now that I think about it more, it's not that bad, because it's quite an old book and there's like a bunch of people of colour one of them realizes that she's a lesbian, and, like comes out during, the, during her time there. Another one's like a really strong feminist and then you get loads of background stories as well. And you see how they all evolve throughout this time.
1: Thank you so much for coming, uh, for listening to us. It was really improvised. Uh, we hope you guys had a good time. Um, thank you so much. Bye.